Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reid, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. School days. It is brutal being a 21st century teenager, so spare a thought for modern teens thrown into the lion's den of social media, often poorly prepped to deal with bullies, trolls and shudder, the dreaded cancel culture. Until now, because the London School is piloting debate classes for girls from 11 years old to help them confidently express their opinions, deal with trolls and encourage discussion. And would you believe, it all starts with pizza toppings. Beth Dawson, who's the head of Sutton High School, says she's often dismayed at some of the poor role models spouting off in public these days. Who could she possibly mean? Beth joins us on the line on a break from lunchtime playground duty. So, Beth, how did you develop the idea? This came about because I believe that our girls do not have excellent role models in discussion. If you look at where they might see a discussion happening, I think if if you look at something like the House of Commons debates, or and, and when this idea actually came to me was uh, watching the presidential debate, actually, um, and thinking, gosh, what are our girls looking at now? Who, you know, they're looking at this, these people who are held up as leaders, who are actually personally attacking rather than listening, rather than building on views, rather than opposing them politely and professionally, are actually using derogatory language they're they're not you know they're cutting each other off they're not respecting each other the befuddled mind of the right honorable gentleman opposite his backbenchers say it's embarrassing your words and it seems your intervention was clearly urgently needed to give these youngsters some better digital life tools where does pizza fit in to help beat cancel culture We start them as soon as they come into year seven. It's a course that we call CHIME. It stands for Confident, Happy, Individual, Me. And they start with very simple debates, such as the pizza topping debate, whereby there isn't a right or wrong answer. There there is no definitive answer on what the best pizza topping is, but they have to you know, make a proposition for what their pizza would be. And they need to learn to argue that with the people that they're working with. And then we move on to... I would say open philosophical debate. So we look at the idea of identity. We give them a question. Their very first debate is about a a teddy bear. So if I've I've had a teddy bear for 10 years and over those 10 years, every part of that teddy bear has been replaced, is it still the same teddy bear? By starting them with something that there isn't a perceived societal right or wrong, 
they learn the skills of listening to each other's ideas. You know, is that going to change their mind? What's your view on how smartphone access and unfettered social media use is impacting young minds? They have this almost 24-7 access to a live social feed in various forms, be it TikTok or WhatsApp groups or even just sort of one-to-one text messaging with friends. So that has been the, the biggest change I would say that I've seen in my time as a head and in my time in senior leadership. Some impacts of that are, are positive. So sometimes someone who is feeling isolated can actually make really good friends online. But there is also the negative impact of kind of comparing yourself to other people all the time, uh, this idea of a curated feed. And we have to address that. So as a school, our pastoral aims are always that we want our pupils to be kind, polite and respectful. And that means that we have to think about how we're kind, polite and respectful in regards to social media, too. And that brings its own challenges because there is a sense of, you know, of being a teenager where the idea of consequences and risk and forming your own identity, those things are still happening, but they are happening now in a public forum online. So that's been the biggest change of emphasis for us in terms of pastoral support and what we teach in lessons. And what are your thoughts on how effective the debating course has been? Any wins? They feel they're more confident expressing themselves, expressing who they are and what their own their own truth is, I suppose, and, and knowing that it's okay not to be Uh, not to be agreed with all the time. We had some inspectors in school last week because we had our inspection and one of the inspectors said what was really nice was that when she was interviewing groups of pupils, when they disagreed with each other, they did so using some of those connectives that we've taught them. So, you know, whilst I respect her opinion, this is my own opinion of what's going on or at the end simply saying thank you for listening. And I think that's the bit that social media sometimes lacks because it's very easy to just put your opinion down in a in a in a trite kind of tweet or or whatever and not think about what's the impact of this who's going to be considering it and do I even have a right for my opinion to be heard the bit that's really important to us is that they they actually thank people for listening to their opinion because fundamentally it is it is an opinion what would you say is the key ingredient to better public discourse for a debate to be a debate, it requires two different opinions or more than two different opinions to be being expressed. And if you're in a situation on social media whereby the person who you're talking to or having social contact with is not enabling you to express those views or or is you know shouting you down or, or whatever, then actually it's no longer a debate and you need to kind of withdraw from that and think that there's probably a better forum for me to express this opinion somewhere and we encourage them to, to express that in person, um, you know, in school. Beth, thanks very much indeed for your time. Finally, you'll hopefully have some future leaders and change makers among your flock. What are your hopes about the tools from your masterclasses they will take with them on their journey? There are many, many studies which show that in boardrooms, in job roles, that women are either spoken over or their opinion is taken and used by someone else. Um, And what we want is for our girls to be to have that fierce independence, to be able to express themselves and know that their opinion is valid and that it should be heard. The idea of civil discourse is going to become, I think, much more important within our society. There's more news and features in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Friday at 4pm.
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.